All right, Peace Moors, we're going live. Um, don't go anywhere. We'll let some more people come in here. It's on. Um, <clears throat> everybody that's here, though, please click that like and share button. Let's get some more people in here. And uh, once again, don't go anywhere. Peace and love. My words become things all hell to king Now I got him walking on water Covered in the blood of the Christ A rubber glove and a knife Prophet Muhammad came to restore the order Spectators sit back and watch Slave ships pull off the dock Demigods round up the flock Time running short Got a race against the hands of the clock 2020 something pull it off the lot Posted on any block Do say a henny shot Pour a libation for the fallen It's been a lot of death Theft right over left Hard of a line Line right under my chest That's a godlike God Prolific Godlike God Money longer than sloth And have the flock tight Meditation slap boxing with Satan yeah, they say they want this more science, so I'ma give it to them. Islamism, no illusions when I'm interviewing. Know what I'm doing, no confusion, I ain't in the cooning. I'm in the moving units, out here starting revolutions. In love with shooters, making masterminds out the goonies. I got a booming out here zooming on the plane of soul. I tell them, take me to the grove, they like Islam mode. I'm letting them know this not a show, this all systems go. It's two cells, one man, both high and low. I'm so spiritual, the indigo feel the vibe. I'm so lyrical, a miracle that I survive. It's still my five to the four, I can see them coming. Plus my angel got the angle with the engine running. It's all justice, freedom, peace, truth, and love. Peace to the gods. Uh-huh. Wings spread wide, coming through angelic. Uh -huh. Frankincense and myrrh be the essence, you can smell it. Rocking different colored stones, niggas think I'm psychedelic. Asiatics can never be gods, let them tell it. Cosmetically groomed, suede blazer with suede shoes. Smooth, don't have to prove that I pay dues. My track record speaks for itself, you hear the language? The dignity you see me with now, came in the game with. I hang with imperial nobles, wine Kenobis. Light bodies, etherically mobile, spiritual OGs, riding around. Yeah. Hey, five on the right, two on the left, man. You know what time it is. We just moors in America, soar through the shores and endure criminal acts of war on our character. Seven years after the fourth score, no reward. Shout out to the most courageous, they was jumping over barriers. Where does that compare to you? We come from a place where you scared to visit our area. We come from a place where it's scary for good Samaritans. Heavy luggage we carrying, babies having babies. It's crazy being American. Praise the one and only Allah, there's no comparison. La ilaha. Allah, body and very gin, laughing at you clowns like ha ha, dodging a Nephilim, conquer lower self with a high, follow your regimen, way before they came we were gods and now we specimen, tried to take the light from our eyes, thank God for Edison, then they put the wool on our eyes, it's so embarrassing, now we travel frequently, we should invest in Sheraton, all of us got gold on our bodies whenever we stepping in, screaming Ramadan, move a rock, training the flesh again, wishing we could move as a unit, 
just like the Mexicans Dodging all the foods with estrogen, synthetic medicines All sin is in devilish Sometimes the decisions that you make come for a better gift Sometimes when you sin is to relate to all your brethren Heavenly gates all in our face, we the champions We live in the sky, we see the angels on the chariots Waiting on the $20 bill, face a Harriet I bet you I'ma carry it I'm in love with music to the point I wanna marry it But my love for people is greater, so I write messages Largest spending power, but we still sit at a deficit Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence Moors in America, flourishing, excellent Let's buy up some neighborhoods and grow my own president Yeah And I come to you today With all intentions of spreading Love Truth Peace Freedom And justice All right, peace, peace, everybody. I'm glad that everyone's in here. I want to um, thank you for attending this this short video, and um, also want to ask everybody here to please click that like and share button. Um, let's go ahead and get started today. Just going to be going through some of the comments that I see on social media on this Moors in America platform, and um, I wanted to show this because it's important to kind of see the mind frame of like the questions that's being asked or the statements that people are making and um, some of the misinformation too that is being shared. And the reason I want to do that is because well, here at Moors in America, we're light bringers. Okay. As always, I'm your brother Lloyd Douglas, also known as Sharif Ali. And here we're uncovering and bringing glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm because that's what we do here at Moors in America. So I wanna bring clarity, I wanna shed light. You know, we don't conceal, we don't hide. We wanna bring light, shine light in the darkness. When you when you cut on the lights, you know, if you're in a dirty place, when you cut on the lights, you, you might see roaches scattering, right? They scatter, they hide. They don't wanna be seen because they dwell in the darkness. They thrive in the darkness, okay? But things need to be cleaned up. There's a lot of mess when you have, you know, the darkness and you have the vermin. You also have disease. It festers. It, it brings down the quality. It brings down the property value. You know, it can hurt the people that are living there. So we want to clean things up. We want to go on and cut the lights on and, you know, stop hiding. Stop looking the other way. We don't want to let this stuff go. So we want to bring some light to some of the... Um, misinfo some of the things that are floating around out there have nothing to do with us nothing at all so hopefully everyone's having a great evening um once again is if you wouldn't mind share this broadcast share it on facebook twitter all of that good stuff here uh we we cover the moorish american paradigm um we're not getting promotion i'm not getting paid up you know to do this this is something that here i do out of the love you know, just to, to um, help to shine a light. And so um, just asking everybody to help by liking and sharing the video to help get more information out there to more people. And um, that's what we're gonna do now. Let's go ahead and get started. Don't go anywhere. 
but do hit that like and share button. And on that note, let's go ahead and get started. You know how we do if you've been here before. If not, you're in for a treat. Don't go anywhere. Okay, hopefully everybody can hear. Um, let's get this screen share up here. So I do want to share some things with you. And um, let's see, we're gonna start with, uh, I mean, let's go ahead and start with this. Wait, no, <laughs> let's start with, don't go anywhere. Let's start with, uh, Okay. Okay, that's right. All right, here we go. Okay, peace and love. Peace and love. So once again, um, right now, <laughs> we're just looking at some of uh, the posts that I see online, and I want to get to some of the questions, some of the statements that people make. And I think it's important that we do that because as uh, Brother J. Uh, J Rael said in the chat, this is overdue. We want to shine light. We want to bring clarity. We don't like the darkness and the confusion, the, the dustiness, the um, trifling types of things that are floating around out there. And um, you know what? Let me change this, what you see on the screen. I'm just going to type on Google really quickly, Moorish American, and let's see what we see. Got <laughs> kind of scared. <laughs> you know, because there's no telling what we're going to see when you type Moorish American. But let's just let's just type it just to give you an example. OK, and the reason I'm doing this is because you look Moorish American up on the Internet. There's no telling what you're going to see now. Just right here this is a perfect example. Gratitude to you. Appreciate you. Love you, too. Please uh, make sure you subscribe. If you're not, um, it looks like some of the um, people that are subscribed to the channel on YouTube are not getting notifications when we have new videos when we're live. So make sure you ring that notification bell. Don't know what's going on with that, but that's why I ask you to like and share because for some reason they're not trying to promote us. <laughs> okay, but um, going back to this. So just typing Moorish Americans up on Google, right? 
And as the uh, brother Abdullah said in the chat, just looking it up on Wikipedia, this is horrible. So this is not the first thing that you want to see. Now, this little example over here, More Science Temple of America, and it's got a, a small snippet from Wikipedia. That's okay. That's cool. But then right here, the top result is from the Southern Poverty Law Center, and it's connecting Moorish Americans. As I, type, I didn't type Moorish Sovereign. I typed Moorish American, and it's typing, it's... Um, bringing up this mess about the sovereign citizens, okay? And I say mess because for those who don't know, um, there's a ton of information floating around out there, some information that actually has some merit, some truth to it. But um, once again, just information floating around about the UCC and um, all of these different things that really have nothing to do with what the Prophet Noble Drew Ali started in 1916 with the Moorish Divine and National Movement. Okay. And I say that because I'm not going to read what it says on the Southern Poverty Law Center website, but if you look through here, it's probably going to mention how it's weird that Moors took on this information when it really came from a, um, extremists, in many cases, white supremacist groups. All right. They started to try to strike out against the government. And somehow, I think like in the 80s and really catching a lot of um, a lot of um, a lot of traction behind it in the 90s with more starting to take on this information for themselves. Right. Probably started earlier than that, maybe in the 60s and 70s, but really catching traction amongst people that look like us in the 90s and maybe in the 80s. All right. So it's not mentioned. I don't see it in here, but more than likely they mentioned it here somewhere on the website because it's weird that they would take on this ideology from people who wanted nothing to do with them. OK. Matter of fact, many of the heroes of these um, sovereign movements, you know, they had nothing to do with Moors. They wanted nothing to do with people that look like us. OK, and so I share that again, because just going back to Google. So you've got this Southern Poverty Law Center talking about more sovereign citizens, which is crazy. And terrible. That's that's bad. Then you have the Wikipedia article on more science Temple of America, which is better, you know, slightly better. Now, if you're in the Columbus area, you may see this um, result right here, which is for our local temple. Check that out if you're in Columbus. But then going down to just result number three, you've got Rise of the Moors is part of the sovereign Moorish sovereignty movement. That's not good. That's bad. I'm not attacking those Moors, the you know, that group. I'm just saying this is a bad look. Anytime you see Moorish sovereign citizen, that's ridiculous. Bad. Okay. And so the results that just just from you know, typing Moorish American, you see a you know, some some good stuff, but a lot of bad stuff. OK, and it's no better. You would think that, hey, if you want to know what Moorish Americans are really about, I need to talk to some Moors. I need to look and see what Moors are saying online. I need to talk to some of my Moorish friends, maybe, you know, at work or in the streets. Right. But there's a problem with that, because even from talking to Moorish Americans, there's no telling what you're going to get. Moors are all over the place. And this is really important. This is really important to understand. Um, shout out to the brother PNF Publications. 
um, I agree with you. There should be unity in the movement. Or you said this should that should be our unity moment. Is <laughs> sorry, sorry for messing that up. But yeah, yeah, it, you know, um, we should have unity in thought on the things that matter. So it shouldn't be so confusing as to what we truly stand on, who we are. You shouldn't get thousands and thousands of different answers. That's ridiculous. And yes, what you saw on YouTube, I mean, on Google, that's crazy. Something needs to be done about that. Okay. Um, there's another, another thing. Let me, let me reach into my phone. There was something that I saw that was utterly ridiculous. When you type Moorish American, it says transracial. Let me pull this up. Hang on, Moorish. It says transracial. Okay, hang on a second. Transracial. Let me. Okay, okay. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> oh, you check this out. Now, I've never heard anyone say anything about this. Yeah, check this out. This is ridiculous. Okay, that's why I'm saying this is important to know. There's. There's no reason we Moorish Americans should be on the Wikipedia page for transracial. That's, <laughs> that's slander. I mean, is it not? This is slander. So when you go to we, if anyone's looking up transracial, because this stuff is gaining traction, like everyone's talking about stuff like this, trans everything, right? So this is blowing up. So when you go, okay, we have Rachel Dolazar, right? She quote unquote white person who identifies as quote unquote black right now we know nobody should refer to themselves as colors but hey you understand what they're saying so they have examples of transracial and what what do they have right here what does that say right here example number three more science temple of america members must recognize their alleged alleged moorish origins by declaring their symbolic nationality as moroccan without proof or documentation of said nationality or ethnicity and it's got us up there boom number three that's slander that's slander we're the leaders of the more science temple of america you see this they have you on the wikipedia page number three listed as transracial okay and even this description this is not accurate but they can get away with this they can get away with this and i'll tell you why i think um after and this is on the transracial Wikipedia page, so people see this. Uh, Wikipedia gets tons of traffic. That's terrible. But um, I think after today, you'll understand why this can happen. All right, there's so much craziness out there, and um, I don't want anyone getting caught up in it. All right, I want you to know the truth. Um, we don't really have time to play out here, but I'll, I'll get back to that in a minute. Um, well, let's just, let's just go ahead and up, oh, excuse me. Not sure what happened. I must've hit that, closed that by accident. Okay. Let's get back into this. So, um, once again, going to some of the posts online, just want you to see some of the things that I see. And I want to bring some clarity to it. I think this is extremely important for us to know. Shout out to J-Ra-L for the super chat. Appreciate you, brother. Peace. Um, definitely anyone that wants to support, remember, we're not getting promoted. <laughs> there's no, you know, there's no um, 
million dollar machine back in this. This is just all labor of love. I'm doing this. I'm not being with my family, right? So that I can share this information with the greater Moorish family, okay? And also with the world. Um, but once again, let's just get back into this. I want to share some comments. Uh, let's see if we can make this bigger. Okay, there we go. All right, that's good. Okay, so let me go to this tab. All right, and the reason why I'm sharing this is um, because Amor had asked a question. Well, I'm thinking this person's Amor. They got like a bay or something on their name. It says, why do you say Islam is the first and oldest, oldest religion? I don't want to hear opinions, right? So this is just asking a question. Why is it asking that question? Why do we say Islam is the first and oldest religion? So um, before I answer that question, I want to tell you why people say this. Like why, why, why this person online is even asking that question? Where did they get that from? Okay. Where would they even get that from? Hang on. Let me see. Okay. So I'm part of Moore's. I was just looking at the chat, but, um, where would this person even get that from? Why are they asking why Islam is the oldest religion or the first religion? So if we look in the Quran of the Moorish, excuse me, the Holy Quran of the Moorish Science Temple of America, it mentions this in here. And this is where the sister would have got that from. So let me pull that up for you real quick. All right, and I think that's important to know and to understand because you know there's so much information floating around out there nobody knows what is what it's it's no knock to the sister for posting that question it makes sense why you would ask that because nobody knows what's going on here right so let's uh let's bring this up for you okay All right. And Morris, hang on. I know I'm taking a minute, but don't go anywhere. Okay, here we go. All right. So I'll give you an example of why the sister would say that. And um, for the I just want to say I'm just going to say this once. For the guy that's in the chat, that's um, disparaging, making disparaging mark remarks about the other brother. I need you to cease and desist. If you don't stop, you're going to get kicked out. Okay? You can't come in the chat and start talking bad about other people. And why do I have to do this? You're too old to be doing stuff like that. Call the person on the side and argue with them. You're not going to come on here doing that. Okay? You do that, you're going to have to get put in time out. All right? Don't do that. Okay, so here we go. All right, Morris. Thank apologize for that, Morris. I apologize for that. But this... You know some foolishness going on on the side so um we're gonna open this up hang on, hang on. all right okay here we go so the reason that person would be asking why is islam referred to as the oldest religion okay so we have the question in the questionnaire about is islam new or is it the old time religion and it says that it's the old time religion. Looking at chapter eight of the Holy Quran of the Moorish Science Temple of America, looking at verse three, 
It says, in these modern days, there came a forerunner of Jesus who was divinely prepared by the great God Allah, and his name is Marcus Garvey. So Marcus Garvey is like the John the Baptist, a modern day John the Baptist to the prophet noble Drew Ali. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. And it says, um, who was to bring the true and divine creed of Islam, speaking about prophet noble Drew Ali. And his name is noble Drew Ali, who was prepared and sent to this earth by Allah to teach the old time religion and the everlasting gospel of the sons of men. Okay, and then just going down a little bit more to verse six, it says, we as a clean and pure nation descended from the inhabitants of Africa do not desire to amalgamate or marry into the families of the pale skinned nations of Europe, neither serve the gods of their religion. Why? Because our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed for the redemption and salvation of mankind on earth. So this is why you, you would hear that. Some Moors are saying, hey, Islam is the oldest religion. It's the first and it's the first religious creed. And our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed. So if our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed, we don't have to. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't, but we don't have to learn Air, um, Arab customs and cultures. All right. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't learn Arabic. Like if you want to learn a language, you should probably learn Spanish. Right. Seeing as how the majority of the nations over here in in the um, what they call the Western Hemisphere from Argentina. Right. All the way up through Central America, even in the Caribbean, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Cuba. All of these people speak Spanish. Right. So there's extreme benefit to learning Spanish. Now you can do business and interact with these people and maybe meet them at, um, you know, and, and erase barriers between us, right? So Spanish makes a lot of sense. Any language that you want to learn would be incredible, right? So not knocking learning Arabic as the language and not even saying that the original Arabs were dark skinned people. They were, okay? But I'm just saying they don't have, they don't own Islam right? Our ancestors, our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed. So it wouldn't have mattered what name it would have been called. From our perspective, it's Islam because Islam is submitting to the will of Allah. So I want to go back to that post. Just wanted to give a little context, possibly why this type of question would be getting asked. You know, why are y'all saying Islam is the oldest religion? Now, if you're a more if you have like a, a bay on your name, right? There's a bay on there. So if you have a bay on your name, you know, why are you asking what people are saying this for? You're supposed to know. But I understand why people don't know. So there's no knock. So um, I just want to share this because um, some answers were made. Um, I shared an answer, just giving an explanation of Islam. Islam. And I want you all to hear this so that we all have a greater understanding of what's really going on here. So Islam, what does it mean? Islam is an Arabic word and connotes submission, surrender, and obedience. As a religion, Islam stands for complete submission and obedience to Allah. This powerful, all-pervasive law, which governs all that comprises the, comprises the universe from the tiniest specks of dust to the magnificent galaxies of the heavens is the law of God. 
the creator and ruler of the universe from our perspective. Now, I'm not saying what somebody else in like Saudi Arabia or whatever thinks. I'm saying from our perspective, anyone who is practicing submission to the creator, right? The creator's law, who is trying to get in complete submission and obedience to Allah, the will of Allah is practicing Islam. Doesn't matter what planet they're on, where they're at in the world, what they call it. As the whole of creation obeys the law of God, the whole universe, therefore, literally follows the religion of Islam. For Islam signifies nothing but obedience and submission to Allah, the Lord of the universe. This is why we say it's the oldest religion. The sun, the moon, the earth and all other heavenly bodies are thus Muslim. This is why we say it's the oldest religion. The sun, the moon, and the earth, all the heavenly bodies obey the laws of Allah. So the air, water, heat, stones, trees, and animals, everything in the universe is Muslim for it obeys God submit by submission to his laws. Right. So even us, even man who refuses to believe in God or offers his worship to someone other than Allah has to be a Muslim as far as his, his existence is concerned. Why? Because even the cells in your body obey law. Right. You start off as a baby. You you learn to walk. You grow. You go through different life stages. It, it obeys a law. Your body even obeys it. Even if you don't with your will, you want to go in the opposite direction. Doesn't matter. Everything obeys law. Everything submits to Allah. That is why this is the old time religion for real. OK, doesn't matter what anyone else is saying. This supersedes that. And it supersedes a language. It supersedes people who lived in the desert, right? It supersedes, you know, all of these cultures, all right? And it's universal. This is Islam, and this is why it's the old-time religion. And now it's important for us to understand this because now you ask somebody else, they'll say, well, Moors don't even need to practice a religion. I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. Right. And you hear a lot of people saying that, thinking that it's smart. Right. I, I probably said it before. thought I at least thought it in the past. I at least thought it. OK, but um, it's not as smart as you think it is. OK, because when you really look at religion, if you look into the etymology of the word religion, right, religre, it's meaning to bind back. All right. And our religion is binding us back to the laws, to the ways of our creator. What could be wrong with that? Now, if you look into the prison system, there's structure and order. They have laws. This is this um, this up on the screen. This is from, uh, well, I think the FBI or uh, uh, some government organization, I think the FBI had this, and this was like circulated out to all of the prisons. So this was in the law enforcement, and this was like circulating like to so they understand what Moorish Americans do, how they practice, how they observe, right? This has to be understood so that they know because people have rights. So they know what to respect. You know, they don't eat pork. <laughs> so if you look at this, the prison system, they have structure. They have law and order, right? Requirements for membership, medical prohibitions, dietary standards, burial rituals, sacred writings, organizational structure. There's law and order and structure. Okay. Uh, theology. Everyone has the Holy Quran, right? They they all must know the Moorish American prayer. They have a divine constitution and bylaws, 
right? So all of these things are in here. And actually, this is this is pretty good to look. I mean, you can get the PDF online for free just to see so that you know there actually is law and order and structure. Where did this come from? One of the temples, the Moore Science Temple of America. Some of the leaders provided this to them so that they can make sure that the uh, people that's locked up are getting treated right. And they're able to observe the holy day, Friday, for example, right? They're required to attend at least Friday, holy day and Sunday, Sunday school classes, right? So they're making sure that y'all know that they get this, right? And then they showed it the, the, the holidays, right? January 8th is like our Christmas. This is when our prophet was born, right? So you have these different things in there showing it the fez, right? Red color only, right? You got people, you have people online that are like, you know, you have women wearing like a blue fez or a white fez. And it's like, that's okay, but that came from something else. That signifies that you're part of like the Eastern Stars or some other organization. I'm not even knocking it. I'm just saying that has nothing to do with us, right? Just like all that sovereign stuff, it has nothing to do with us, right? So you have examples of the, you know, the flags, the things that we have that we hold to. And um, I'm just showing that as an example because there is law, order and structure. And um, it's a shame that you have you will you're more than likely to talk to someone in prison that knows this. than you are someone who's out here in the streets. And when I say out here in the streets, I mean out here in the world It's free. OK, and that's a shame because. There's nothing locking you down. Why can't you get the truth? All right. Because there's so much information floating around out there. Nobody knows which side is up, which side is down. It's just crazy. Okay. And so um, let's let's go back in. Here. I want to pull something else up for y'all. So um, once again, we want to get to this. Just want to bring some, some um, order to this. Want to shed some light on this. Um, I think it's important that we do this because, I mean, um, I'm assuming, you know, there's people out there that are genuine that just don't know any better. And hopefully if you know better, you'll do better. Right. Islam. Gratitude. And thank you for the support. Um, anything too, like, you know, just being shared. If you see your comment up here, no, nobody's attacking anyone. This is a learning experience. This is real life. People are really asking questions. And they're doing it on a public forum. So we're going to go in and talk about this stuff and make sense in, out of it and heads and tails out of it so that you're not out here just floating around and don't know what's what. Shout out to Moorish Made Media. Peace and love. I appreciate that. Gratitude. So this is what we want to do. We want to shed light. We want to um, bring clarity. I mean, things are so crazy out here. And I get it that you know there's so much information and i'm not just talking about moorish information there's so much information out here period that in many cases it's just information overload it's information overload okay and i get that so no one is knocking anyone you know for not knowing better it's not like that at all no one is knocking anyone for not knowing better and for especially for asking questions, because how else will we know? How else will we learn if we don't ask the questions? So there's no knock to anyone for not knowing. OK, but um, once you know better, if you don't do better, now it's on you. Right now it's on you. 
So we want to bring um, clarity so that, you know, across the board, there will be more of us who know better. And I'll tell you why this is important. Um, regardless of what anyone says out here, and I'll get to what's on the screen in a second, but regardless of what anyone says out here, because you'll hear some more say, well, we're, I don't care about the prophet. We don't need the temple. You know, I'm a more about my blood. Right. And that's that's actually in one of these things I'm going to show. Well, you know what, man, if I'm going to pull that up right now, I'm a more by blood. And hey, that may be true. But guess what? Um, if you're like me, at some point in time, your ancestors were marked with the marks of scorn, the, the marks of the slave, the mark of those who were removed from the family of humans. And something must be done about that and you know who did something about it the prophet noble drew ali he's the only one who actually did something about it nowadays what people would have done if they had like all this technology and stuff and they figured it out nobody else knew they would have just got on here you know got on youtube got on facebook TikTok, or something right making videos but the prophet actually created an islamic institution for us an islamic nation state Right. This is a part of our religion to come in and relink ourselves back in with our, our line of descent or, or with our true nature. And with our nation, proclaim our nationality, you know, work together as a nation with our government structure and everything that we need to be successful. No one else did that. So, no, you can't leave out the profit. You personally can do whatever you want. Right. But it's, you know. In order for us to have the structure, we need Moors who are solid, who know what we're supposed to be doing so that when you see the folly, you can shut it down, right? We need some more strong Moors that can stand upright, independent, and fearless. You can't stand upright, independent, and fearless if you're standing on falsehood. If you're standing on something that some white supremacist created right it's a way for them to try to strike out against the government you, you had a lot of that occurring a lot of that occurring and that's where a lot of this stuff came from so we want to um once again this on this show we want to shed light um on the folly and um bring clarity that is the purpose okay and islam islam peace and love to everybody commenting um hopefully everybody that's commenting is um also liking and sharing this video. <laughs> All right. Okay. So yeah, let's let's get it started now. So um what you see up on the screen, I do want to address this in particular. So going to this uh, uh the the post was just speaking about Islam. Speaking about how a lot of us are just scared of Islam and the reason being is because you know, that Moors don't really understand Islam. They just don't have any interest in submitting to the will of Allah because they know they have to do work on themselves. Nobody wants to do that work. Not saying nobody, but a lot of people, right? And then some people may be thinking that it's restrictive because they're thinking of Islam as practiced by the Arabs and they're thinking this is what you want to, them to do. And hey, I get it. But listen, you know, at the end of the day, you have a lot of people that just love Rome. They love the ways of Rome. They're happy. They're happy with the way things are. They're happy with the savageness, with this culture, especially the so-called black culture, which which promotes savagery. 
which makes it cool to be a a liberated female yeah you know like it's overtly sexual you know overly sexualized right in beast mode all the time they they think that's cool it's cool to do drugs it's cool to get high it's cool to do all of that stuff so they love rome because it gives the illusion of freedom they hate rules law and order and and then some of these people who call themselves moors they're actually enemies of allah but they still want these titles and that's a problem so i'm um, going back to the question about the bloodline right somebody had commented saying are we moorish by blood or by way of religion by blood or religion so let's answer that like obviously um if your ancestors were marked with the marks of scorn of slaves right the the the, the slave label brand of negro and they became christian right they went up under someone else so the process that they went through to get to the status that they're in has to be undone and as it says in the bible as it says in the holy quran of the more science temple of america it is time to come under your own vine and fig tree period everyone has to do this everyone there's no way out of it and thank you i mean you know we hear people say that all the time islam i self law and master you know and they can't even really back that up you can go around saying it it sounds smart and hey you if you really know your scripture you could make that claim but guess what it's not just an acronym because you actually have to clean yourselves up you can't walk around saying i self law and master i self lord and master and you you're drinking you're getting high you know, yeah, you're having problems of the lower self. You're not. You haven't even begun to master your lower self. All right. So um, the question was: Are we Moorish by blood or by way of religion? And um, look, we may all be Moors by the bloodline, right? Those of us who were marked with those slave labels are Moors by the bloodline. But guess what? We were disconnected from the families of nations. Real laws on the books, Negro laws, Negro acts, black codes, real state laws were created that boxed us into this label. So it doesn't matter what you think about the bloodline, okay? You got boxed into a label. And even though you may not have went along with it, at some point in time, your forefathers and foremothers went around, they went, they went along with it. Okay, it may have been several generations ago, but they went along with it. And then more than likely, depending on how old you are, when your parents check the little box on your birth certificate, they put black. Some people's birth certificate said colored and some said Negro, but they, they checked the little mark. They went along with it. Now, that's not knocking them as they didn't know any better, but they went along with it. Okay. And so you can't just, oh, it's my bloodline. I'm free. Y'all got to give me what I'm due. Now, it doesn't work like that. Because if it if that was all we had to do, it would have been done a long time ago. So there's a process that we went through. There's no way of getting around the process. Um, the thing that's up, this is Federal Directive 15. This was adopted May 12, 1977. This is the race and ethnic standards for federal statistics and administrative reporting. So this is what the government uses 
across the board for classifying these different racial groups. And look at this. It says these classifications should not be interpreted as scientific or anthropological in nature. Okay. All right. So um, this is just the labels that were created for federal statistics and program administrative reporting right across the board. And this was, you know, a long time ago, right? What is that like 35 years ago? So 40 years coming up soon. This is what they've been using. Everybody is connected to an original people of somewhere. American Indian or Alaska Native is the person having origins in either original people of North America, Asian or Pacific Islander person having origins in any of the original peoples of Far East and all of these other places. Um, and uh, white, a person having origin in any of the original peoples of Europe, North Africa, or the Middle East. And then black is a person having origins in any of the black racial groups of Africa. So um, um, they don't do that for Hispanic because Hispanic, if you choose that, you still have to pick American Indian, Asian, black, or white. So um, black is the only thing up here that doesn't have origin in, in a, uh, an original people from somewhere. It's the only one connected to a black racial group. So this is the same as the Negro laws. This is like an updated version of it, because if you look at the various Negro laws and Negro acts that were passed um, in the earlier history of this nation, they all limited the so-called Negro to the enslaved Africans descendant of the enslaved Africans. So that is still in effect right here. And now you just can't come out and say it like that. The wording was updated in May 12th of 1977, right? So instead of saying the person having origins in the black, um, the, in, um, or a person having origins in the um, enslaved Africans, it just says black racial groups. Everyone else is an original people. So this stuff is still in effect. So it doesn't matter what your bloodline is. I'm not saying your bloodline doesn't matter. I'm just saying from a law status point of view, you are a Negro. You are a descendant of enslaved Africans. You do not have rights which are bound to be respected. And this is why we have the Voter Rights Act. And it's still in effect. And with the Voter Rights Act or the Voting Rights Act, the... um. African-Americans, their right to vote has to be approved every 20 years. And this is real. This is real, people. For anyone who didn't know, now, if you're here, you probably already knew this, but the Voting Rights Act was passed in 1965 to prohibit racial discrimination in voting, even though the rights to vote are, um, are insured for all men. Everyone's endowed by their creator with these rights. But for the black people, the so-called black people, their rights to vote have to be renewed every 20 years. I was trying to get maybe a more recent. Let's see what the news says about this. Maybe to get something more recent. I believe the last person to um, renew the rights to vote for black people was Bush. So we just type Bush. Get a nice picture of Bush giving black people the right to vote. George Bush honored the memory of three women who devoted their lives to the struggle for civil rights in 2006 by renewing our right to vote. Okay, so in 2006, he honored the memory of 
Coretta Scott King, Rosa Parks, and Fannie Lou Hamer by renewing the Negroes' right to vote. But they don't call you Negroes in 2006. That was, it would have said African American. Okay, but that's what he did. Um, it says here the, ne- the new law, uh, hang on a second. Okay, yeah, so anyway, um, this happens every 20 years, right? So it's it's coming up. You know, at the rate we're going now, <laughs> in like three years, it's going to have to get renewed again. All right? Um, and so, you know, once again, bloodlines don't matter. I'm not saying they don't matter to me. Just saying, uh, if it really mattered, your right to vote wouldn't be having to get renewed every 20 years. Right? Just because you know you're more, you're good. No. You have to do something physically. A physical process has to happen because you physically went through a process to get to this point in time. And so um, it's coming back to uh, religion, Islam, because in this nation, there's a separation of church and state, obviously. Right. Because the European, the pale skin nations of Europe only deal in the secular realm. Right. For us, there is no separation of church and state. Our nations, our entire countries, our kingdoms, right, are ran by a priest king who's surrounded by and maintained by a priesthood. This is how it's been going on for who knows how long, but we know for a fact that it was going on in ancient Egypt. Okay, so this is what we've been having going on for the longest, and we're returning to this. This is why, once again, you can't leave the Islam and the temple out. We have to return to this. You have to be aligned with it in some form or fashion. Now, I'm not telling you what to do per se. I'm just putting this out there for the upright, the independent, and the fearless. We can't leave that out. We need some stand-up moors who's going to do what's right, who's willing to clean themselves up, take care of their families, you know, cut out the foolery because at the end of the day, we know what it is. A lot of people, they don't they don't want to get married. They just they cool with, you know, just knocking women up, you know, like a dog and having baby mamas all over the place. They cool with that. At the end of the day, we know it's a lot of people that just are cool with the foolishness. Anything goes in Rome and they love Rome. And that's why you have at the end of the day. That's why that's why you have so many people that are against the um, religion, that are against cleaning themselves up, okay? And um, we, we, have to, we have to come in to the law, the order, and the structure that we have. If not, you know, like the brother said, you have all of this chaos floating around out there, and you can be lumped in with it because it's like, what do you stand on? If you don't stand on the law that your prophet brought to you, one of you, one of us, from North Carolina. And at the end of the day, I think the a main reason a lot of people don't want to listen to him, and this is so sad and pitiful, but it's because he's a dark-skinned brother and he's from North Carolina, and you don't want to listen to someone who may have looked like you. You don't want to hear that. You don't want to listen to someone that looked like they could be in your family, you know? You want to hear it from someone that's exotic, right? You know, he, he's got to be from somewhere else. He needs to speak. Arabic. Maybe if he could speak Arabic, we would listen to him. You don't want to listen to somebody that might talk like you, might have a Southern accent or something like that. You're not trying to hear any of that. And that's sad, but it's true and it's horrible. But this is another reason why, you know, people don't want to hear from their own people. 
Okay, so once again, for us, there's no separation of church and state with the way that we govern ourselves. No separation. Right. So we base our even our government is divine. Okay. And so um, let's go back into here. Okay, so going to this post, um, this was just about Moorish American Muslims need to get married, right? We need to get back into that. This is a part of Islam. No boyfriends and girlfriends. Boyfriend and girlfriend, that's just a Negro husband, a Negro wife, right? We've been through this this whole um, era where they didn't allow Negroes to get married. They weren't even allowed to marry legally, lawfully, okay? Treated like animals, savages. They were bred, okay? So that, that was a sad thing. But, you know, why are we carrying this on still to this day? So getting to this, I just wanted to speak on this. Uh, somebody had a question. Oh, yeah. This was crazy. Uh, the brother said not all Moorish Americans are Muslim. That's the religion. And, um, you know, I understand why people would say this it, it one, on one hand, you know, why people liking it like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Look, no one's attacking you for whatever beliefs or anything that you have. No one's attacking that. It's just that the salvation, the actual saving power that was brought back to us. Um, let's go to the Quran, this earthly and divine salvation. Right. Why the prophet said that we the Moorish Americans are returning to Islam, which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation, right? And you heard the description of Islam earlier, right? Didn't everybody hear that? Like the true Islam at a universal level, okay? At, at the universal level, even the celestial bodies, the stars, the planets obey <laughs> and are obedient to God's law. They obey the creator. There's nothing wrong with obeying, with submitting to the will of the creator. Let me give it to you in a way that some people may um, take this in better. So we understand with the, what the prophet brought to, back to us, which many don't know because they've never even seen the Holy Quran or the more science temple of America, let alone been to the temple before. The prophet brought back to us the knowledge and understanding Along with along with instructions on how to subdue the lower self. So we have we understand that the higher self is spirit and it's Allah in man. And that the lower self is just the carnal nature. It's the intelligence of the body. And so with this understanding now, you can see the world that we're in and even all of the things that are promoted to us, especially through rap music and R&B and just through the media period, it's all lower self. It's all meant to keep us at a low vibratory rate where we're just at a savage level. Okay. And so with this understanding, this Islam, we must submit to the will of Allah. And in many ways, our own higher self, that's, that leads the way that connects you to Allah. So we must learn to subdue our own carnal nature. And so what would people see wrong with that? What's the problem with that? 
There shouldn't be a problem with it, but there is because this thing is powerful. The pull from the carnal self is so powerful that many people want to fight against it. Look, even if you didn't call it Islam because you're, you know, think you're, you're practicing, I don't know, <laughs> you know, you're, you're a Hebrew Israelite or whatever. If you are really getting in there and submitting to the will of God at the core, from our perspective, you're a Muslim. Now, maybe you don't want to call it Islam. And that's all good. And that's understandable. But I'm just saying at the end of the day, that's what we need to get to. And I'll tell you why, because just at a basic human level, as we begin to grow in prominence, because we will, as we begin as a collective Moorish Americans um, to build our communities, to um, to begin to achieve some of our goals as a collective, we don't want to have towns and cities with people who are stuck in their lower self, with people who are fighting against this. We don't want people in here who's who's trying to sleep with other people's wives. We don't want people in here who have drug problems or who want to come into our community selling drugs. You know, people who like some people, you know, are terrible. You know, people who are who are um, abusing children, molesting children. We don't want you. you. You can't come into these communities. You can't come into our towns. You're not a part of this. If you love Rome. If you love the ways of Rome so much that you are against submitting to the will of Allah, you need to stay right where you're at. Nobody's going to go to bat for you. No one is going to come to fight to or come to your court and sit in the courtroom for you. Nobody's doing any of that mess for you. No one is coming, you know, to bat for you if you are not even willing to work on yourself to be a good and decent person. That's what this is about. Submitting to the will of Allah, um, once again, subduing your own carnal nature. Come on, if you're not willing to do that, you think you come here. Look, there's this one more who's like online and he's like, he's like, um, he's got like prostitutes or something. You'll see him. He's always promoting his prostitutes, his his strippers, and he's always smoking and drinking and selling bogus paperwork. And he's calling himself a more. Listen, I don't care what you're saying. What your game is, you can't come around here with that. We're not having it. We're not trying to break bread with you and shake hands with you and act like it's all good. You over there, you love Rome. You love the ways of Rome. And that's fine for you. But you can't come over here claiming, now is that understood? Like, we, we can't break bread with everybody. Everybody's not cool. You, you, look, when people are telling you, like, that they don't want this, they're not with the Islam, I can get with that, but I can't get with the Islam, they're letting you know that they are in the ways of their lower self, and that's where they're good. You know, that's where it's fun. Ain't no work required. It's easy to be in your carnal nature and to give in to that. It's easy, right? It's easy, especially if you're here like most of us in North America. It's extremely easy. That's what's promoted to us. That's what's in the airwaves, because that's what's getting played on the radio all day, all right? You don't see the radio waves, but they're there. You might hear it when you turn on the radio, but it's always there. So that frequency is always getting played. It's always here. So it's easy to be stuck in your lower self. It takes work to go into the opposite direction, to do the work on subduing that, that carnal nature to be better people. So no, no one's trying to just, oh, let's all come together and let's make these communities and 
You got people in there who's trying to do stuff to your children. You got people in there who's scheming on you, trying to see what they could steal. You know, they, they doing drugs and beating their girls and, you know, just trying to knock people up, get people pregnant. Come on. No, that's sloppy. That's foolish. It's ridiculous. So, no, um, I wanted to make that clear because I don't care who you are, what you say you are in the streets, on the Internet, whatever. If you're not in a temple and if you're not holding to Islam and doing the work to subdue yourself, you your lower self, you are not a true Moorish American. No, I don't recognize you. OK, as a Moorish American, that mean looking down on you as a person just means no. We're not brothers and sisters. It's not all good. It's not. And um, another thing about that, like there's people out here who, you know, they're attracted to all of the, the bogus paperwork. They're attracted to that stuff because they're selling you um, a lie. They're selling you some get rich quick scheme. All you got to do is this and you get the money off your birth certificate. You know, the people, they, they can't even talk loud or talk straight because they're selling you a game. All right. You know, the people they're selling the bogus paperwork, this you can use this to get out of jail. So people that are attracted to that and that actually think that it's a viable means for them, you know, they're attracted to that because they're stuck in their lower self at the end of the day. And that's how come you even have people who will pay exorbitant amounts of money, you know, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. They don't have nine hundred dollars or they don't even have fifty dollars for something that's clean and pure. But they got nine hundred dollars for something that's going to make it where they sovereign and the police can't mess with them, right? So that's just letting you know that that stuff is all foolishness. Anyone is hearing that or hearing that type of talk, this is coming from people who have, like, for the most part, no um, inclination, no, you know, they don't want to put any effort in towards bettering themselves, really bettering themselves. Okay, so no, it's not good. No, we're not all Moorish American. You got to do some work to be a true Moorish American. And yes, you have to be a Muslim because you must submit to the will of Allah. And if you are not willing to do that, you know, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, if you love Rome so much that you don't even see nothing wrong with being against submitting to the will of Allah, I don't know what to tell you. You love this world no matter what you claim, no matter what Bay or L you're trying to put on your name. Right. You really with Rome. And that means that you are a potential agent Smith, because if you love the lower self that much, that means that you're the ones that we kicked out of the holy city. Right. Because why? Because you follow the teachings of the lower self. And so that's really what we have here. There's a lot of Moors out here that follow the teachings of the lower self. They love it. They follow it. And they must be kept out of the holy city. No, we cannot build together. We cannot build with everyone. That's just the truth of the matter. It's not all good out here. You know, in, in many ways, there's a war going on. There's an internal war. And then you have also um, on the outer level, you have um, people with different ideologies, people who don't even realize that they follow the teachings of the lower self. But that's what they do. That's what they do. And um, that question about teachers online, I will comment back on that later. If you're still on here, I'll share some teachings. All right. Um, let's see. So there's a question about our established government. 
so to um actually address that question okay all right to address that question um the prophet noble drew ali established the government he established the government um with the within three years when he established temples where each temple is that's a state all right you have the leadership the rulership the law structure everything set up so every temple's a state you had the asiatic states of north america he had um over a hundred thousand members you had temples in at least 16 states um across the nation maybe 30 temples in all and um so they had their own form of government our own law and structure that we abide by you also had a, an economy because they had businesses uh, one of the members uh jesse binga had a bank right so you had a economy a self-sustaining structure and then also he began to move um internationally and was recognized as a head of state he went to the pan-american conference in cuba and was recognized as the head of state of the asiatic um states of north america and i say this because within our islamic society there is no separation of church and state so when the prophet um registered a religious corporation called the Morris science temple of america in um early in 1928 in in the summertime um what he actually did was create a body politic and he moved as the head of a body politic. A body politic, look that word up, a body politic is a nation capable of governing itself, all right? And yes, our nation is Islamic. Now the corporation happened because that's the modern structure for all nations, they must be incorporated and at least the intent that, they're, um, that they desire to do in the world must be announced lawfully. But then after that, he took it out of that government structure and when when the temple started moving and handling their business internally right the only filing was just to let the public know and then later on right in october of that year 1928 he had a um a a parade and announced to the world that we're a nation okay and so this is real now as far as this day in the present day you have people that are moving as the temple the more science temple of america but you also have several people even the people that are in leadership that are not really practicing islam they don't really hold true to this you also have the infiltration of the temple you have people in the temple who came in in the prophet's time and who are still here in the present day that have loyalties to other other organizations other um you know other agendas they're not working for us they're not working to better the nation and that's why it's still in the state that it's in now where they're not they, they're not even doing what the prophet did right where you have temples all over and where we have businesses and our own economy and we're moving and 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 maybe even beginning to make international trade and things of that nature none of that's occurring because we we have that infiltration right same people i'm not gonna knock these organizations that these people are members of but you can you can just do a little um imagination yourself and figure it out people have alliances people have um oaths and they you know they take these oaths and they're 
um, beholden to other worshipful masters and other people. And so they do that instead of coming in and doing the work to uplift their nation. And that's one of the reasons why it's still in the place that it is. So they want to keep it stagnant. They want to keep the um, bar set low, which leads right into the next thing I was going to say. Um, goes right back to what's up here on the screen. Right. So if you see up here on the screen, it says no more who's unable to lead his or her family into Islam and the temple is fit to lead a body of Moors. Why is that said? Because I've seen with my own eyes people who claim to be leaders, claim to be national heads of the Moorish Science Temple, even though nobody knows about them, even though the way that they move is secretive, right? They claim to be national heads, but they don't even have their family in the temple, right? Your national head, you want to lead a body of Moors but you can't even get your wife into the temple with you. If you can't even get your wife and children in the temple with you, how can you expect to lead a nation full of Moorish families? So the bar, the bar is set extremely low and it's beyond pitiful. This is another thing going back to the infiltration, man, the bar is set so low so that we can't rise. Because if you have a national head, Who's, you know, like, I don't, we don't know why this is happening. Do you know, like if, if your wife doesn't trust you, why should anyone else, right? If you set the bar that low, how can you expect to have families in the temple? How can you, how can you have, expect to have a nation if you don't have families, which also goes back up here to the, uh, what it originally said about marriage. You even have Moorish leaders. They got girlfriends. They're not even married. You know, they got baby mamas. Come on, man. The, if, if you got that situation going on, that's cool. Who cares? Why are you trying to position yourself in leadership? And especially national leaders, it's bad enough if it was just at a local level, the local temple. That's bad. You're not fit to lead those moors. But you have people trying to say that I'm the supreme grandness. I'm the national head. Okay. And look, if your wife doesn't want to join, at least she should be there supporting. She might not want to join, but she's there with you because she got your back. Hey, I respect that. You know, who cares if she joins? She's with you. She trusts you. Right. And so that's great. But you, you don't see this. You, you, I mean, you see that with some people and that's beautiful. That's great. But you also have these people and it's like, why would you even want to be a leader of Moors if you can't even get your family in there? If you can't even get your family in there, it makes no sense. So the bar is set low. And then, the you know, the bar gets set all the way down at the bottom. And there's no way on earth you can build a nation if you can't get the families in there. If there's no families, there's no Moorish men and women that are married that are like, look, let's raise our children as Moorish Americans. There's not going to be a family. I mean, a nation. Look at the status. Look at what's occurring in the world. Like when you go to Europe and even with the population of Europeans here in North America, they have a declining birth rate. They're dying out. So in the temple, it should be thriving. You should have all of these families in there, right? 
And the leaders should be leading the way with their families in there. And if they're not, they're not fit to lead anybody of ours. They can't even lead their family in. So that's a problem. And that's just going back to the temple because the brother had asked about the, um, the temple, the government saying we have a government structure. Where is it? That's a good question. This is my answer to you. The prophet set it up. Someone has said in here, the temple is not the government. The temple is the government. And I'm not saying that it's all of the government. It's a portion of it. The prophet set this up. He gave us that government structure. It's in there. You can't leave the temple out. So that was set up. And one of the reasons you're not seeing the prosperity that, that was occurring in the prophet's time is because the Moors right here and now are dropping the ball. They're not picking it up and, and, and moving on it. And um, if we want to improve things, if we want to actually be successful, we can't leave out Islam. We're going to have to get our act together. We're going to have to clean ourselves up. As we clean ourselves up, we're not going to sit. We're not going to go for just anything. Right? You come in there, you see somebody, wanted, I'm the national head, I'm head of all this, this, and that. And, and they got a wife or they're not married and they, or their family's nowhere to be seen. You're not going to follow them. Because common sense would tell you, no, this is not an Islamic leader. If you see somebody who's supposed to be the leader and they have a drinking problem or they're doing drugs, anything that's out of order, not saying that anyone's perfect, but they're not even trying to like, look, man, I'm, I'm working on myself, getting my drinking under control. They're not even trying to do those things. You're not going to follow them because you can't go backwards. And if the Moors aren't going to hold themselves accountable to say, look, man, I shouldn't be trying to be a leader because I'm not even actually following the prophet. Then the brothers and sisters will hold them accountable and remove them. You got to be removed with force. Fine. Do so. But this is a problem. So the, the bar is set extremely low. And on one hand, we blame it on the government, you know, blame it on, you know, it's agents in here. It's people, you know, but there, there's some truth to that. Now, what are these people's agendas? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, the stuff that they're doing to lower the bar and to keep this movement at a level where it's so pitiful that, you know, people won't even take it seriously. Nothing's happening. No growth is occurring. Um, the temple can't even do something about Google slandering them, right? It can't even shut that down, right? So that's bad. That's bad. But if things, um, if we actually are practicing Islam, holding ourselves accountable, right? We won't take any of this stuff sitting down or lying down because this is ridiculous. Like there's no reason why you should be able to type Moorish American and the Southern Poverty Poverty Law Center comes up calling us more sovereign citizens and like almost half of the stuff you see on here is negative right and no telling what like even the wikipedia page there's some slander in here okay and, and it would take nothing to clean this up you just have to have things organized and mores that take themselves seriously and all of this could be done and changed almost overnight so to simplify this all right to simplify everything, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're asking these questions. These are great questions. So um, to give advice, because, you know, I hate bringing up all this stuff. I want to just bring up the problems. But some of these things are things you need to know, man, because 
if you're actually out here and it's not just the internet thing for you, you're going to encounter your people and you're going to start seeing things <coughs> that aren't right. You need to be able to recognize it. So um, to simplify this, right, to give instructions on what to do, all right, regardless of whether the other Moors are doing what they're supposed to be doing or not, what we should be doing is, and this is the simplest instruction I can give, everyone, whether you're in the temple or not, should have the Quran of the Moorish Science Temple of America, the divine constitution and bylaws, and the um, Quran questionnaire. Now, you can get those things at the temple. Nowadays, you can just download it. Download it, print it out. You can get it off Amazon. Okay? Everyone has to have that. Why? Because um, just simply, all right, this is what we are based off of. And everyone needs to know what we're based off of, what we stand on. Okay? And I'll plug uh, my temple. You, you, can, you can get on Zoom calls with us. You can listen in. You can ask us questions. You know, if if you if you are interested, you can ask. You know, what what's it supposed to be like? You you can ask those questions to us when we do Zoom calls every Friday and Sunday at seven p.m. Um, and you can learn with us. And I'll put that information in the comment on this video uh, later on. Let me see. I might, I might be able to put it. So yeah, I'll put that in the comment section in the video. So the people on YouTube, you can just come back later and you can copy that information. Okay. Um, there's other temples out here with people who are doing a good job, who are doing the work. Okay. And maybe you, you'll find one that you can join and assist with. But the reason why you need to have the Quran and divine constitution and bylaws and the Quran questionnaire, regardless of whether you're in the temple or not, is because... Once you read and understand this and have a good idea of what it's supposed to be. Now, when you're in the temple, now you can work with other Moors and you can help to correct things. You know, if you're if you're drawn to that, if you're if you have the energy, you, you can help to build what it's supposed to be. You can hold yourself accountable. And when you hold yourself accountable, now you can help to hold your brothers and sisters accountable. And that's another thing, like when you have like piss poor leadership nobody's holding them accountable because nobody's doing what they supposed to right nobody's holding them accountable because everybody's doing dirt and that's pitiful like that's not cool so we all need to take it seriously and um hold ourselves accountable that way we can hold the leadership accountable and it needs to replace them you know you have some people who try to lord over it, act like it's some type of um some type of uh tyr um there's some type of uh tyrant or something and they can just uh do whatever they want i mean you literally you have people like this who act like they're in here in this position and nobody can do anything about it and that's not the way that's not the way i want to pull something up for you and we're gonna go ahead and start to close out i don't want to go too long let me pull this up. And this is real simple. Just the divine constitution and bylaws. This is what I'm saying. Everybody needs to have this stuff. So when you encounter these people who act as if they're, since they're in this position, they're the supreme grand, this or that, they can do whatever they want. You know, that's not true. You know, that's not true. Now the prophet 
further defined. I'm just going to read a portion of this Act One, but the Prophet further defined the roles of the different portions of our Islamic government. Um, he explained that the Supreme Grand Council is there to interpret the laws. They're there to interpret the laws and also to oversee the properties of the Morris Science Temple of America. So they have a strictly defined role. It doesn't say that they make laws. That's why I was going to read Act 1, because it's going from the temple, right? It says the Grand Sheik and the chairman of the Morris Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce laws with the assistance of the prophet and the grand body of the Morris Science Temple of America. Okay? So this is giving you a structure. You have the Grand Sheik and the chairman. Now, when you put and the, that's signifying that this is two people, right? Because if it, if it was one person, it would say the Grand Sheik and chairman. It says the. Now, if we go into prepositions and all this stuff, like we can go and break down why the Grand Sheik and the chairman is signifying two people, two people. So that you have checks and balances two people, right? So that you can have checks and balances in place. Okay. And um, once again, just repeating, um, I'll put the Zoom information for our classes in the chat. So you can just come back to this video when it's over and that information's in there. You can copy it. You can come on the calls with us Friday and Sunday. Okay. But um, just going back to this. All right. It says the Grand Sheik and their chairman. So that's two people. Other more science temple of america is empowered to make law and enforce laws so they're empowered to make law and enforce laws but it's not just them because there's checks and balances it also says with the assistance of the prophet right the prophet is the law all of this is the prophet we hold to it we uphold the prophet all right so with the assistance of the prophet and the grand body of the more science temple of america the grand body is all of the grand governors right so you'll have various grand governors from the temples. And then like with some Moors, it's grand governors and grand sheiks. But regardless, the grand body represents the several temples. So they're all empowered to make law and enforce law. All right. So they make the laws and the Supreme Grand Council interprets the laws. So they're going to go back if new laws are being made and looking at the um, previous laws and acts from the prophet to make sure that these are in accordance with the prophet. All right. So there's checks and balances set up, but you'll have some Moors. They say, oh, I'm the Supreme Grand Sheik. You can't do nothing about that. And they try to make law, even though it says no way in here they can do that. Even though um, I could pull up, I'm not going to do it right now, but then you have a letter from the prophet, which states the role of the Supreme Grand Sheik. And I'm excuse me, Supreme Grand Council, which the Supreme Grand Sheik is the head of. He's the head of the council. They don't make law. They're not supposed to be making law. Man, there was this one dude who claimed to be a Supreme Grand Sheik. And um, I won't get into that. But there, there's a lot of Moors, a lot of Moors claiming to be um heads, national heads and stuff that are out of order, man. Just out of order. And the only reason that stuff flies is because we don't take it seriously and we don't take ourselves seriously. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Islam, shout out to brother Sir Retro. That's right. 
the prophet actually made it so that everyone could practice Islam here. Everyone benefited from the prophet. <laughs> you know, even the people, even the, the foreigners who have the nerve to come over here to our country and disrespect the prophet. Oh, you don't get a prophet. You don't get a prophet, you know? But the only reason you can come over here and do what you're doing is because of our prophet. But you had a nerve to disrespect them. So, you know, but but once again, that comes to us. We we allow this to happen. We have to take ourselves seriously. We have to hold ourselves accountable. And that's the only way we can clean this up. The people who claim to be in leadership, they have no interest in doing what's right. Islam, brother uh, Sparks Bay, the only reason they're able to do that is because, you know, I'm not even necessarily just putting it on them. It's on us because we let it go. We're supposed to uphold the prophet. And then um, some of us, how can we uphold the prophet if we're not even in the temple? You have people out here who's complaining like, oh, the temple's um, is infiltrated. Man, the temple been infiltrated for 100 years now. Right. The prophet said he built this on the backs of scorpions and uh, snakes. Come on. So um, it's it's been like that. And it's been plenty of people who don't want to act right. Like that don't mean quit. That don't mean bow down and let them have it. Like your will has to be stronger. You know, man, Moors will fight for the savagery. They will fight for the ways of Rome. But they don't want to fight for the prophet and fight to uphold them. So that's that's one thing, you know. We we have to come on into this for real. Now, if we come into Islam for real, we hold ourselves accountable. You know, I know when I'm slipping and I need to do a better job. And now, you know, if we see our brothers and sisters slipping, we can hold them accountable. And like I said, if need be, remove them, you know. So it has to be like this. We have to start raising the bar. We have to. And I'll tell you what, just going back to, um, let me pull this uh, tab back up. Once again, going back to marriage, right? All leaders and, and even, even, you know, other organizations, other Moorish organizations, not the temple, whatever, all Moorish leaders should be married, period. You know why? Because the prophet Noble Drew Ali set the um, he set the standard um, with the brother Emily Ill, who um, he appointed to uh, Supreme Grand Sheikh, National Grand Sheikh. Uh, he was also a grand governor in um, Temple One, but who he appointed to these national positions. He said, you got to go get a wife, brother. Once you get a wife, then I can elevate you. It's extremely important just from a, um, looking at things, you know, from a practical perspective, being married. And this is something that a lot of us miss out on. We miss out on it because, you know, there's so much. And I don't I don't like giving example. I mean, giving, you know, excuses. But we miss out. You know, one reason there's so much propaganda pushing us against each other, men against females, um, making it seem like it's impossible for us to get along. All that stuff is stupid. I've been married for 20 years and been with my wife longer than that, you know, like 22 years. Okay. We've been married for 20 years on the books. And um, I'm just saying all that stuff is stupid, man. Don't buy into that. It's not that hard. It really isn't. So there's all this propaganda and stuff, you know, pushing us, 
against each other and away from each other and making it seem like we can't do it. But uh, Moorish Americans are supposed to come in here and see things differently, right? Because you can't have a successful nation if there's if we got a bunch of broken homes. We can't have a successful nation if we can't secure our home. You can't have a successful nation that's sustainable if your children aren't Moorish American. Your children are supposed to be Moorish American and be holding to this and be on board with the Islam. They're not going to be on board because they're not with us, right? I, we can't teach them if I can't even like tell my wife and show her why this is important. And so she's teaching them, you know, if you, you know, I mean, it's got to be a team effort. It takes a team effort. And um, just from a practical perspective, marriage is an important um, degree for all of us. Maybe, well, I'm not, I'm not going to say all of us. There's a lot of us that don't need to get married. There's a lot of us that don't even need to be breeding, man. And you know that. So I'm not talking about that, right? So I, I don't need to say all of us. But it's an important degree to master for those who are up to the task. And the reason is, like, being able to interact with your mate, who hopefully, like, is around the same age as you, is, is important, you know, because you, you're with someone who's of the opposite sex, Right, because we have marriage instructions between man and wife. Being able to communicate, being able to love and go through the trials and tribulations of life, the ups and downs of life, and being able to maintain this this relationship, this friendship, this thing that morphs into something even deeper and greater than friendship. Right. They want us to stay at a savage level. We're just about sex. You're just trying to hop on the next you know, body part. You ain't even, <laughs> you ain't even having a deeper spiritual connection with a person. So it's about having a connection with someone that even transcends the physical and, and going through all of these beautiful things in life, the birth of your child, you know, from this innocent creature, this, this innocent being that's done, you know, nothing to anyone is you're raising together, you know, through adulthood, going through the different stages of life together, all of that stuff, man. You know, when you, when you do that with another person, it's it's beautiful and it's amazing and it expands your consciousness. And, um, you know, to even be able to go through the arguments or whatever things that you may go through and to be able to have enough growth and understanding to know that you have a legacy. It's something that's greater than you. Sometimes you have to just be quiet and just, you know, learn or just grow past whatever whatever trials and tribulations you may be going through, you know, not just running away when it ain't good. Right. It takes growth and it, it um, you know, it expands your consciousness. And this is something that many of us do not get to experience. Now, when you look at the marriage rates, they're so low, it's, it's pitiful. And you can't build a nation like that. There, there will never be a Moorish American nation if we can't be together and raise our children as Moorish Americans. So you have to have, you know, uh, this has to be a priority for those who are up to the task to, you know, to actually get married and raise your children together and to, you know, to to grow together and build a legacy. OK, it's extremely important. It should be more important than it is. I think a lot of people want to gloss over this. People want to talk about polygamy and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, cool, whatever. I'm not knocking it. I'm not I'm not pumping that mess but i'm not knocking it but here's the thing 
You got people pumping polygamy. They can't even get along with one person. And you think you're going to be able to get along with three? You think you're going to be able to get along? And you got three savage females and you savage and, and y'all just pretending to be Moors or you just pretending to be a more and you ain't even working on your lower self. It's like the reason you want more women is because you can't control your lower self. We all have it, but we we have to control it and subdue it. And so if you're not trying to do that work, what makes you think you're ready for three women? You know, because you definitely don't want her to have three dudes. <laughs> just keep it real. So, like, man, come on, man. Like, just just look, keep it all the way real. So um, just going back to that, it, it should be more important than it is. It should be at the forefront, like how the prophet had it. We should imitate the prophet. He had that at the forefront. It, it wasn't about this foolishness. The families, making sure that, you know, because if you don't have a Moorish American household with the, the mother and father on board and making sure that the children understand this, it's not going to work. And I'll tell you what, even just like as a man, like it would be hard as hell to show the children that this is important because my wife just like, you know, she got a greater connection with them than me. Just off the bat, just the understanding, the motherly, you know, nurturing and all that stuff. And if it was like, you know, if if it wasn't for her, it would be very hard, you know, to connect with them so that they see this because they don't see it from the world. The world is telling them the exact opposite. And then when they meet the Moors, and especially the Moors who don't even take this seriously, that would be even more reason for to be like them to be like, this is a joke. Why are you wasting your time with this mess? Right? That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't work if it wasn't husband and wife. So I'm, I'm hoping y'all catch that, right? Right? Like you got children and you're trying to raise them in this. I don't really blame people that don't want to bring their children around the moors and at the temple. Because if they seeing people who are hypocrites and who don't take it seriously, that's going to turn them away. And on top of that, the whole world is telling them that this is a joke. You saw what we saw on Google, right? You pull up Moorish American on Google, it's showing sovereign citizens. It's showing people getting arrested. It's making it look stupid. It's making it look like a mockery. And then, then you go in the temple and the national head, their family, his family ain't even in there. Nowhere to be found. Family don't even, ain't, they ain't even messing with this. It's a joke. So how's your family supposed to take it seriously? So I'm saying like it, it's, it's unsustainable. There's no way it will work until we do the work on ourselves. That's why I'm saying we need this Islam. You might not think it. You might think you're perfect and you don't need Islam, you don't need to submit to nobody, not even the creator of the universe. I don't know, but I'm telling you, you probably do. Like there's a, a high uh, chance. It is highly likely that you need this just like I do and just like the rest of us, even those of us who don't think we need it. Okay. So that's why I'm sharing this. And, um, you know, I, I can say this because I'm not making up any of this. This is just what I've witnessed and just like quietly, you know, witness, see what's going on and, and, and seeing why, you know, things aren't working. And, and I can't blame it on anyone else. Not blaming it on the Europeans, the pale skin nations of Europe, not blaming it on anyone else. It is how we conduct ourselves. Just like the prophet said, he said this in the divine warning. He, he traveled through the South and it is the ways of my own people. 
this is why we suffer. It's not because of them. It's because we're going along with it. So you may not be doing the extreme stuff, right? You, you might not be out there twerking and, and, and doing all of this foolishness and craziness. But if you, you know, are not doing, at least trying to subdue your lower self, you're dropping the ball because you're not holding yourself accountable. And if you don't hold yourself accountable, there's no way you could, you know, with you, there's no way you could be expected to hold anyone else accountable because we must first lead with our own examples. Okay. You know, like, come on, like, come on. So um, we got to start with ourselves and this, this, this affects everything. And the, in, in your household, in your local city, town, whatever, and also at the national level. There is no national level. There will be no national level until we get right and start submitting and subduing our lower self. Submitting to the will of the creator, subduing the lower self. Okay? You can't lead the religion out because if you savage, ain't nobody trying to build nothing with you, man. I don't even want you around my family. I ain't trying to be cool with you. I, at this point, at 42 years of age, I ain't trying to be cool with you if you savage. And especially if you claiming to be a more, because somebody who ain't trying to claim this mess and they with the savagery, hey, I know where they stand and it's cool, but you trying to claim to be a more. You're trying to act like this, but you ain't trying to subdue the lower self. That means, nah, hell no. Nah. Can't trust you. Don't want you around my children. No way in hell want you anywhere near my daughter's. Like, we ain't trying to build with you. And that's where it needs to be at. That's why I'm saying more is you need is Islam so <laughs> you can hold yourself accountable. And so when you see these others who ain't trying to do right, you already know. You know, you, you can't do nothing with them. And at this point, come on, man, we, we here. You see that this society, this Western civilization is crumbling. It's falling down. If you love the ways of Rome, you can stay here and crumble with it. Why are you trying to act like you a L or a Bay? Okay, so um, just wanted to say that because you know it's 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 us. It's it's what we accept, what we allow, and accountability. So just going back to that, just wanted to share that though because there's so much out here, so much confusion, and, and there's no telling what you'll hear if you ask people online. So um, just going back to this, you hear some mores online, and you don't need Islam. You don't need... look, man. I ain't trying to be cool with everybody. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. Because, you know, if, if I was trying to be like that, I, I don't got a lot to kick it. If I wanted to be like that, be like, oh, yeah, you do whatever you want. Nah, man. Nah. You know, and, and, and especially we, we you know, we building and, and doing something. Nah, we're we not trying to build nothing with you because you're not trying to get yourself right. We got we have to have to, you know, have some bonds of affection. We have to be able to trust each other at some level. There has to be something that we all hold ourselves to, some type of law and order. And at the end of the day, a lot of people just hate law and order. And so if you hate law and order, you're on your own. And um, yes, true Moorish American Muslims, we have law and order. We have structure. We do have Islam. And I hate it for the people who don't like it because, you know, you just you just love Rome and you don't even realize it. That's where we at, Moors. Um Please like and share this video. Help to get this out there. So all we wanted to do, or all, all I uh, intend to do with this is just to shed light, just to bring some light, shed some light in the darkness. You know, the destruction, as the brother just said in the chat, it's all around us. 
It's everywhere. If you can't see it, I don't know what to tell you. That should be the wake up call to leave this savagery alone. Leave it alone. Okay? Come on up out of it. Islam, as the brother said in the chat, uh, more scientific of America built off one of the world's greatest documents, the America Constitution. What does it say in the preamble? What does it say? It says all men, all men are created equal, right? All men are endowed with unalienable rights through their creator. Everyone is, right? Everybody has these rights through their creator. And so if you don't know who your creator is in this day and time, you still are a Negro with no rights. All of those Negro acts and laws still apply to you. We all supposed to know who our creator is. Just off the board, we all supposed to answer in unison, Allah. Everybody's supposed to know that. Every more. It shouldn't be a thousand different answers. Right? You ask them someone, oh, but tell Like, okay, look, I'm not knocking it. It's all, it's all the same. If you're talking about the creator, it's all the same. But we all supposed to have our own. We all supposed to know who our creator is at the end of the day. That's something that everybody's supposed to understand. Right? You're not supposed to be saying your Lord and Savior is Jesus Christ. It's the prophet. He said he's the modern day Jesus. And he proved it with his works, deeds, and actions. So we should all be in accordance with that. And that should just be understood across the board. And until then, things are still going to be disjointed and it's still going to be all this darkness and foolishness going on because we allow it. And it's not going to end until we stand up. So be upright, independent, and fearless mores. And um, all the upright, independent, and fearless mores, hit the like and the share button. Let's help to spread the light. And on that note, Let's go ahead and get up out of here, y'all. Click like and share uh, once more, too, uh, for anyone, for everyone that wants to support. Just send a cash app to dollar sign Morris in America. Cash app dollar sign Morris in America. Um, also, make sure you save the website. Just save the website MorrisInAmerica.com. Why? Because if you have family members, anybody asking about Morris, you know, just send them that website, MorrisInAmerica.com. Send them there and say, hey, go here and learn something. Because if you, if they go to moresinamerica.com, it's not going to be some bogus paperwork trying to push this, trying to sell this to them or something like that. It's got information on there. Everything that's on there is going to be um, real information. And you're not going to have like quasi, you know, craziness going on, right? You're not going to have anybody trying to sell them some garbage. So make sure you send people there, moresinamerica.com. Make sure you save that for yourself as well. And um, on that note, though, like, share the video, and we out. Peace.